You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. You write the it's a preview, jokes. not a play-by-play. What do we talk about, lady and gentlemen? So many things. We talk about scanning machines by the TSF. We talk about how gluten sensitivity is not a thing. We talk about Spider-Man 2, Dark Avengers, Pompeii in 3D, twisting the tropes with Game of Thrones and George R.R. R. Martin, Grand Budapest Hotel, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. As well as her, the Lego movie, racist sports, the desolation of smog, sort of, Veronica Mars, community, Mad Men, final season, halt and catch fire, Scotland is full of locks and rain, Oculus Rift, Fantasy Fantasy 14, and Hologram MJ. Holy shit, we talked about movies for an hour. And TV shows. Yeah. 90S. Oh yeah, totally did. Sweet deal. 90s, 61. Is that it? Yeah, man. 61. We discovered. Wait, is that including or excluding the two mystery episodes? <laughs> I believe that's including the two. We mystery have mystery episodes. episodes. Yeah, we have yeah. lost episodes. Yeah, the lost episodes. Yeah. What? The ones well, the have, FBI took down. We have one episode that was so we were terrible. sticking it to the man. Remember the episode that we did that you were like, "This was garbage." Or by you, I mean all of us. And then did we? All three of us just a bit, or four of us just abandoned it. Yeah, it was the episode where we were trying to like talk about. We had to try to have like badasses, and it was not good. Oh yeah, badass. It was like one of Sophie's first episodes. We didn't know how the dynamic was going to be with four people, and it was just garbage. Okay. Is it the one that I specifically asked you not to air? Because yeah, because well, we, was... we didn't air it. Okay, so I thought you were saying you aired it. I was no, like, I'm, I'm going to murder you. I'm saying with, it's like, a lost episode, seconds. but it but it has a number. It just doesn't exist. Right. I right. see. <laughs> seems silly to attribute a number to something that is not made public. Well, whatever. We're silly that way. What actually happened was with that episode, and then there was another episode, an episode that doesn't even exist but has a number, <laughs> is uh, I wasn't paying attention, and I just matched up Go Plug Yourself to 90S's episode count, and then I just kept That's going from there. awfully convenient, though. I mean, when you're... Yeah, but now they're, now they're off again. Now yeah, they're... Really? Now they're off, they're off kilter. Yeah. So, meh. That's such a great story. Such as life. But anyway... I have a better story than that so, one. So wait, 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 wait. Scott's not here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John, what do you want to kick wait, it off? Wait, why, why is that funny? Is Scott's that... like never here. However, episode 60 was an episode with just me and Scott. Yeah. Is yeah. Scott your imaginary friend? Because whenever John and I are here, he's not. So yeah. I'm starting to think. Actually, I'm thinking that you guys and Scott are the same person. <laughs> I <laughs> never see the two of you. And Scott. Tell you what, John, let's try to go both on. fit into Scott's pants <laughs> next time we go over. Could the two of us fit into one of Scott's pants? That's a little harsh this criticism. This trial and error. I, I'm so down for experimenting. So, I was forced to travel. Uh, I guess I wasn't forced. You forced. were forced at gunpoint. I, I happened to, to travel, but I was forced to go through Newark, which ordinarily I would try and avoid it being in New Jersey and being a shitty place. Right. And as I was traveling, I was forced to go through one of those um, Scanotron machines and as is my habit i refuse to go through the scanotron machine. thanks for pointing it out to me john because i didn't realize what it was until he's like throw your hands up beep okay the guy put you in a big machine i i don't know throw your i hands planned up on refusing okay well sophie wasn't paying attention and let herself get registered anywho i refused and um as is my custom and the, the guy took me aside and i was like okay sir blah blah, blah. and like 
he he could tell cupped from my balls. behavior that oh yeah there was cupping <laughs> a little it felt good. Well, as as we discussed the last time, you refused. Yeah, I feel that you being single for the past little while, you're just sort of like I refuse the search. Now touch me. Right? Can I go through again? <laughs> touch you, me. You, I crave human contact. You have strong hands. <laughs> so. And, and then, and then, like as as he's doing the pat down, he's like, "You look like you've done this before." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, totally." And, then, <laughs> and, and he's like, "So are you a doctor?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not, I'm not." And he's like, well, "What do you do?" And I'm like, "Well, I work in telecommunications." He's like, "Ah, it's always the techies and the doctors who refuse this." And then there's a moment of silence, and I'm like, "You know, if doctors are refusing this thing, probably you should be refusing it too." And he's like. Yeah, like, like he had no answer for that. The best thing he could do was be like, "Oh, well, I guess when I grow my third eye, we can laugh about it." Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with this system? If doctors are routinely refusing to go through this procedure and it's normal, yeah, what the shit, America? It's crazy. Yeah, that was my funny story. That was your funny story, but that was it. The NSA. Yeah. Well, as we know, after the countless topics of conversation that we've yeah, had, yeah, our I listeners... Like, I feel like we don't have to like get back into that, but I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying, this guy, this is like like how much more... like like Think of a job that you've been doing for a while. You just like you know the routines. Yeah. If this guy is like, it's routine for doctors to refuse to go through the fucking scanner, think about that. How many yeah, absolutely. Well, I, it's fucking crazy. The scanner shit is fucking crazy. Like, they're like, it does not... It doesn't even fucking... Like, they're like, there's ways to stand... Where if you have, like, a knife at the right angle, it doesn't even need to be, like, a magic fucking ceramic knife. Like, you could just have yeah, a fucking... if you just stand at an angle, like, it doesn't show up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you catch, like, the right angle on the knife, because it scans, like, front and side, yeah. and it doesn't actually take, like, a 3D model, that there's, like, ways to, like, shimmy that you could potentially... It would take, like, a lot of, like, like a fancy dance mm-hmm. to get that shit done, but you're, like, you could literally have a knife on you. Not like a ceramic one, not one that like whatever, and just it would just not show up on the that photo. Thing. I know, dude. I, I like everything about that 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 system is bonkers to me. The other one is that is that like I read this thing. It was just like a little PDF that was signed by like 150 doctors who were like, "You guys haven't done enough studies on these. We cannot say that these are safe. Don't yep. put it into public use." And then they just did anyway. Like and then like one time I went through one of them and refused it and the guy started to go into this like spiel with me about how like all oh, they're safe and they blah 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 and I'm like you can't say that the studies weren't done and yeah. furthermore like like a like a rate like a X-rays we know that there's we know that there's radiation we know that it's ionizing and it goes through your body right yeah. so these ones none of those rays go through your body all of the energy gets bounced off of your skin which is yeah. how it makes that image so what happens to that energy when it gets absorbed by your skin we don't fucking know the studies weren't done. Yeah, I'm like put me through that fucking thing a million times because I want to be Spider-Man. Right. <laughs> I want to get. I would like to get bit by a spider while getting scanned. At Speaking the of that, did you see the Spider-Man too? No, I didn't. Uh, I did. did yeah. You? Do you want to say something about it, Sophie? No, I didn't. Wait. Which well, one is it? <laughs> no, I didn't. I downloaded. I'm really out of it. I downloaded the first one because because um, John Scott is John hadn't seen it, right. and we watched that. Okay. Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield. 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 Are, okay. Yeah, I'm talking. I don't know. The... when you said the first one, right. I was like, "Well, there's two of them." Yeah, no, but there's the first one of the trilogy, and then there's the first one of this new series. They the... both happened within the past ten years. <laughs> True. My thing. I was going to tie in a little bit about doctors. Okay. And I'm surprised that when you start got talking about doctors, you didn't segue into this yourself about uh, gluten. Not a thing. Oh my god. No. Nope. Didn't. Gluten don't is... start. Oh my god! It's, it's inconclusive. So funny. No, no, guy- it's more conclusive than they thought. Yeah, the first study was was done by a guy who was like, "Hey, this is a thing," and then he he said, "Oops, I'm sorry," and retracted the study and says, yeah. "I have a much better one that proves that gluten sensitivity doesn't exist." That's not what it said. 
That's non non celiac <laughs> gluten sensitivity. Yeah. is at least seemingly not a not a thing. That's not what it said. What did it say? Because I, I read the thing. It, yeah, I read the same goddamn thing. Everybody right. read that thing. But the yeah. thing, that's not what he was explaining. He was explaining that it's not as, as fucking simple to explain as that. Not He's saying that a smaller percentage of people are, in fact, allergic to gluten, non-celiac, whatever, or intolerant. But he's not saying that it's completely eradicated and that he was completely wrong in his findings. He's just saying, yeah, so more studies need to be found, like, completed about this. Would, would, would he... Okay, that's not a, maybe you didn't read the other one that I posted today where he was no, like, I did not. yeah, like he he it went straight into it. He was like he took like a group of people who all said that they had some form of of gluten insensitivity. Oh, the placebo one and the and then other he thing. Put them on th- the, he made three different diets: one that had no gluten, one that had extra gluten, and one that had um, like some I don't remember what it was. And then he randomly changed them from one diet to the next yep. and recorded when they were getting feelings of having. I read that. The, yeah. That was I read that like three weeks ago. Yeah, so in this new one, the guy who originally said that gluten sensitivity is a thing said, I was wrong. I'm sorry. Here's a better study that I did with lots and lots more people than my original one. And here's the evidence saying that there is no such thing as gluten sensitivity. Now, it might be that there are other materials inside foods that commonly have gluten that are causing reactions. That is possible. But it is not gluten. There is nothing to do with that. It doesn't exist gluten sensitivity. Okay, well, maybe I misread. Yeah, my friend friend Carlos was just sort of like, so gluten sensitivity is not a thing. But this hangover that I got for drinking beer the first time in two years really is <laughs> and he's like now i need to know where magical headaches come from because my doctor said gluten and then he went to go see his doctor and his doctor was like possibly not gluten yeah. like it could absolutely there's something wrong with you you're getting like weird random fucking reactions to something but it's not as like they're like what they're what the the thing that i read about it was that there's like possibly something that frequently occurs with gluten yeah that People are could definitely be sensitive to totally possible, yeah. but it's not a blanket statement like gluten. Right? Like they're like gluten is like too high up. It would be like I'm allergic to air, and you're like, no, you're probably allergic to something in the air, right, buddy? You know, it's just like that's a different thing. You might absolutely have some sort of a food sensitivity to something, but it's like, but gluten is not it. Is too high. It's like it's too high level to <laughs> to be the thing. Well, Either way, whatever it is, I get sick when I eat pasta and when I eat bread. Uh, but not rice and other things that do have gluten in it. So yeah. it totally makes sense that it would not be gluten. But something is making me sick, so I don't right. know what. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So like eliminating gluten prob- possibly would have positive effects, but it's like too drastic. Right. Because like, it's not the gluten, it's another thing. Something else. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, the, also included in that was great discussions about the nocebo effect and how like 19% of North Americans right now are actively trying to avoid gluten. <laughs> like, what the fuck, guys? Yeah. I don't fucking like, and not not for not for nothing. But I'm like, I actually have an intolerance, and I'm like, whatever, man, just suck it up sometimes. Yep. Like, I, depending obviously on the reaction. Like, I like my intolerance is I get the poops. I have lactose intolerance, and I get a bit of a tummy ache, and then I have like a three second warning before I need to go to the bathroom. Saying Keith has the poops is an understatement. The poops. Anyway, but I'm like, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, whatever, just deal with it. Sometimes cheese is good. <laughs> <laughs> You're just sort of like, yeah, I'll have some ice long, cream. As long as you budget some poop time in yep. there, you're, you're okay. That's but, great. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so did you see Spider-Man 2? Sure did. And? It was a, a like a tragic waste of talent. There was like wonderful actors in this big zany, showy special effects extravaganza putting right. on like fairly good performances, but it just the whole thing felt like a fucking 
pot mess. I can't wait to see it. it was, I was so it was like boring a little. That was kind of the kind of the issue with the first one a little bit too. Like like the the, the first one was just sort of like you're like, yeah, it's Spider Man. Yep, there it is. Thanks. Oh, yep. No, oh, it's that zapper guy. Oh, he's zapping a whole bunch of stuff. Electro. Right. Yeah. Well, anyway, zappy. <laughs> zappy McZapperson. He, he zapped all kinds of stuff real good. Bzort. <laughs> yeah, Bzort. And like, you know, I, I feel like this happened with a couple of these superhero movies where the second one comes out and they're like, hold on, okay, in the first one there was like two bad guys. Now in this one there's going to be like seven. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. You know, and and they just want to they want to like amp up the like intensity of the movie so much that it gets away from them. Like it just, you know what? It would make more sense if they actually followed the Sinister Six storyline. Then it would make sense to have all these villains. It's just that it's such a fucking trend that it would seem stupid but, now. Or it could happen after like five movies where we know who all the Sinister Six are. Craven doesn't get his own movie. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Craven. I, I, I couldn't even name the Sinister. I don't even. Can know. I? Well, the, there, there's no. There's like. Eight or nine Sinister Six. Okay. There's been multiple iterations. Go ahead. Uh, I could do six of them. It's Electro, Vulture, Goblin, Craven, Rhino, Dr. Octopus. Oh, they're definitely setting that up for the next movie. 100%. Yeah. Okay. 100%. That's what's happening in the next but, movie. But, I mean, you can throw in Venom's been in the Sinister Six. Has okay. he? Yeah. But he's not in the Garfield. Uh, the other Hobgoblin's been in Sinister Six. Yeah. He's not in the Garfield. Like, so, I'm just saying, like, there's been other ones, but I think those are... I believe those are the Sinister Six. There might be... like. I feel like fucking what's his name? Like Mysterio's been in there at some point, but I don't know if he's an original. He was in a video game, so, and yeah, Mysterio was in. So yeah, there's more. There are more than six members of the Sinister Six because they, you know, they get broken up and Spider-Man beats reform them and then and they like, they reform. Well, <clears throat> at the at the end of this, like it it doesn't even the story doesn't even really finish. Like it literally finishes with with Spider-Man fighting Rhino in a new super suit. Like. Huh. It just it just like goes straight back into it, and then in the scene that sets up that scene with him fighting Rhino, there's like a shot of the octopus arms ready to get like put on somebody, a shot of the vulture wings ready to get put on somebody, what? And, they're, and they're all like built in the same Oscorp factory, whatever. So presumably, so it's gonna be like Oscorp funded Sinister Six. So it's really gonna it's, be like Dark gonna, Avengers. It's gonna be Green Goblin set up the Sinister Six to go after them all. Which is the Dark Avengers? Is it? Sort of. Explain. Uh, post. Civil War. Uh-huh. This is great. Scott really should be here to like get all my facts. Ha ha! Suck it, Scott. <laughs> Scott should be here to fact check my rambling. Yeah. Yeah. Post Civil War, uh, Harry Os, Norman Osborn uh-huh. becomes the head of Shield. Yeah. Because really? fucking yeah. Fuck. Because he's a fucking a superstar, and like he like he pulled me politics his way to become head of Shield, and then he's like. I have I, it. I can lend it to you. It's good. He's like, I have amazing. reformed the Avengers. But it's just like, like, Vulture. Venom. It's Venom. like Venom and, like, fucking, like, a bunch of, like, it's a mass bunch, murderers. Yeah, a bunch of mass murderers just, like, in Avengers things. They're, like, saving the day. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, they kind of, like, they save the day when they really have to, but, like, otherwise they're just fucking, like, that's really hilarious. bad people. <laughs> really, like, asshole corrupt police who are just, like, we're in charge of the world now. Right. Like, basically, we're the Avengers. Yeah, it's good times. You know what movie we did see that rocked? What movie? Pompeii. Oh, yes, it did. Oh, my God. John Pompeii. and I were in Glasgow and like... Where Jon Snow does battle with a volcano? Yes. Yes. <laughs> in 3D. <laughs> Everything that you think is going to happen in that movie happens. There is literally not a second of screen time that is like surprising in any way, shape, or form. Is there like dramatic moments of people facing off against the volcano? Yes. yes. Is there a stupid shitty gladiator battle where the odds are stacked against the hero but he prevails anyway? Yes. yes. Like, does Jon Snow take off his shirt? Like in all kinds of stupid stupid scenes. Every all scenario the time. Do girls giggle scene. looking at his muscles? Yes. Yeah. 
the only thing that there aren't, I swear to God, the only way that this film was disappointing, a lack of boobs. Really? Like, the whole movie was chock full of, like, attractive, sweaty men with he their shirts He said that, on. but the thing is, the lead lady had no chest. Like, seriously. She had a handmaiden who was super hot. Oh, my God. And they had a close-up of the girl's, I mean, the lead lady's face, and right behind her was just a huge pan of her handmaiden's chest. And I was like, that is some gorgeous fucking boobs. It keeps the shot on there for like a really long time. Like and you have to wonder, is anybody paying minutes. attention to what this stupid heroine is saying? <laughs> Who's Nobody the gives DP? a shit about the plot. <laughs> it's like, you know, they're the, uh, the whitest kids you know sketch. Where yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. the guys, like, they're just like, like a mildly attractive woman with like a tight fitting shirt and it's like the speech from Jaws and the camera just slowly zooming in, zooms in right past the guy who's talking <laughs> and then just zooms in on her tits. Yeah. End of scene. It's like a five minute zoom. Yeah. So Pompeii. Yeah. Would see? Oh my god, dude! Uh, no, it was terrible. Oh, uh, it was but awesome, terrible. But it was like it was like fun, terrible. Yeah. You know, I, I think it was fun because we were giggling the whole yeah, time and having yeah. candy. Well, you, have but... to, you have to be in the mood to. Yeah. Like... I was listening to a thing with the John Favreau of, mm-hmm. of Iron Man fame. Iron Man. Iron. Iron. Iron Man. The Iron Man. Let's carry on. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> who was talking talking about um, like twisting tropes? Okay, like taking. Like what the audience knows is coming because he's like, there's so much. He's like the the one of his ex- big examples of it is he's like rock and roll music. Mm-hmm. He's like rock and roll music, all had a very like distinct theme, pretty much until people were just sort of like, we're gonna make rock albums now and ten minute songs and it's gonna be fuck you in terms of like where it's going. But he's like radio friendly rock songs from the fifties and sixties are like fucking carbon copies of each other and he's mm-hmm. like and you know here comes the chorus here comes the break here comes whatever and he's like movies and stuff suffer from exactly the same thing because it's fucking bankable sure and he's like he's like i he's like i'm not like a master of it but he's like i <clears throat> like certain twists he's like i love those kind of twists and whatever where the like in the first iron man movie where he's like where tony stark's like the truth is mm-hmm. i'm iron man you know, and it's like the entire movie is like built up to be like he can't say he's Iron Man. You know, this is going to be one of those scenes where he does the press conference and it's like wink to the camera, and then you're right. like, no fuck, he said it. And then he was like the master of fucking twisting tropes is George R. R. Martin, where he's mm-hmm. like, you have all these fucking tropes set up. Of, he's like George R. R. Martin understands exactly how every other fantasy author would write Game of Thrones. And then just and does sets it, yeah. and sets things up so that as a reader you're like this is how this is gonna oh this is not how it's going right and like they and they were talking about like the show capturing that he's like if you watch the Ned Stark I mean spoilers Ned Stark's dead everybody because fucking it happened well years, ten years ago. ago fifteen fucking, twenty years reality? ago thirty like, almost was it like no no, no it was early nineties early nineties yeah. so twenty four years something ago? like that I don't even know I only started reading them like twelve years ago ten years ago yeah, yeah. But the yeah. first one I think was early nineties anyway so it happened fucking years ago on TV and like fucking decades ago on reality so yeah when yeah. the Ned Stark beheading scene he's like if you look at how it's shot he's like there's like shots up to the um, like up to the wall or whatever else like that and he's like as a viewer you're like Oh, there'll be like a. He's like, here's where he's gonna get saved from. This is right. The, there, yeah. there could be a sharpshooter with a crossbow who shoots the noose or like whatever. Right. There's shots of Arya, and you're like, oh shit, she's been training with a sword. Right. He's like, they, they, he's like, there's visual cues of like, here are ways he could get saved. Yep. You know, and he's like, because the story has those set up that like, here are ways that he could get saved. Totally doesn't get saved. You know? Yeah. And I, I was would... like, I was like, kudos. I, I didn't even think of it. I kind of want to rewatch that scene because he's like, the way he said it, he's like, the book is set up in a certain way. But he's like, apparently, even the shots, he's like, there's like certain things that are like framed a little bit off, or he's like, 
who's this person? Is this the person who's going to be there? He's like, your brain thinks Ned Stark is supposed to get saved. And he's like, and the creators of the show did everything they possibly could to make you like up into the last possible moment, Expecting look for a way out, yeah. you know, as a viewer. You know? So it, was Favreau also in charge of Iron Man 3? Pretty sure. Yes. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I think he might've only done the first two. Really? Yeah. That would explain things. So, yeah. Cause three was pretty shitty, but there was a really good twist of, of um, the Mandarin being, some not, patsy. Yeah, being a patsy, right? Like the visual, like the one that you yeah. visually associate, which which I thought was like the only redeemable part of that movie, because mm-hmm. it was really good. Freaking, what's his name? The actor, Ben, ben Kingsley? Kingsley. Sir Ben Kingsley. Sir Ben Kingsley. Sir Ben Kingsley put on a absolutely fine performance in that movie. I never saw. I'm not really. Yeah. Oh man, you totally should. It was terrible, but yeah, you really no. should. That's that's why I've, yeah. I've heard that it's terrible. But there 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 are good moments, but the still the whole thing with the little boy. Fuck, was that horrible? Just. Just, I don't, I don't want to go back there. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, let's talk about something else. You're, you know, I was actually re-watching a whole bunch of um, uh, Game of Thrones, and I read this thing about George R. R. Martin, that he, he worked in Hollywood working on TV shows for like a long time. Yeah, yeah, he's one of those. And quit it to go back to writing fantasy, and that's where Game of Thrones came from. And so it's entirely possible he had the TV adaptation of this thing in his head from possibly. the get-go. It's crazy. And furthermore, because he's been involved with the, um, like the production on, on, uh, Game of Thrones? Yes. The show. HBO. Right. Um, from the beginning, we met, like the show might even be a more true vision of what he had in mind. Like think how think how rarely you would have a chance to go back and redo a piece of art that you made well, with so a that... couple extra years worth of wisdom looking back on it, you know. A bit, yeah. Well there's the I mean, okay, this is the daintiest of spoilers for the cur- current season. Okay. Is that they exp- I mean I don't know what you. I don't even I don't know how far. I read it all. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Like there are there are series spoilers. Oh yeah. There is stuff in the current season that has yet to be addressed in any books. What? Hmm. Yeah. Like there's and uh, I mean, like so minor spoilers. It has a little bit to do with what the White okay. Walkers are up to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With the baby on the on the yeah, altar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't really want to get into it, yeah. but I'm like, and I'm like, as a and like, because Sarah was like, the White Walkers are dumb. This is fucking stupid. There's yeah. fucking magical snow zombies. This is really dumb. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? They kind of are. Yeah. Like, even as a reader of the book, I'm like, I understand they're a threat because the book takes a lot of time yes. to explain the fact that they were the fucking, they're the reason the fucking wall is there. Like, yeah. like yeah. you need to put, you need to kind of put it together that the something above the wall is, above in the north is terrifying because you're like, before even the age of technology that they're at in Game of Thrones, yeah. men felt the need to build this fucking multiple hundred foot wall across the entire continent. You know, right, like right. that's a very big deal. The fact that they would take the time to make this defense against something, you know. Right. So it's like you put it together that it's terrible. But I'm like, but they're kind of they're like I have no reason reading the books to even think that they're organized. But like this scene shows that they're organized, shows that there's like something up to them. Shows, there's like a purpose. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Shows that they're like that they have like a plan. Right. You know. And I was like, th- maybe that could have been earlier. Like I, maybe I think it, it was, should have been. That yeah, like that. That was actually the scene that had me thinking on this whole process. Where like maybe George was like, oh shit, you know, like I didn't put this scene into the book, yeah. but yeah. I probably should have just to give an additional level of threat to the walkers and like yeah. keep it in people's heads. Because, like, the series this does, like, the, the TV show and the book series both start off with White Walkers. And then they just get forgotten for, like, 2,000 pages, you know? Like, that or maybe a, the producers were just like, George, these things are stupid. Make them make sense. 
Well, I don't, I don't know. know. I I think that they're supposed to become a way bigger deal. It's just that there's so much fucking intrigue and shit like that. That's the song like of ice and fire. And fire. Those yeah, guys yeah, yeah. are the ice, right? Yeah, pretty isn't much. That, isn't that what it is? Dino's gonna be fire. Like dragons versus uh, dragons versus white walkers. Yeah, yeah. Westeros is their battleground. Battleground. Yeah. Shit's gonna be crazy. Seems, that's how it's probably gonna go. So it is written. Fact. <laughs> I saw the new Wes Anderson film. Which one? The Grand Budapest. Oh, yeah. I, I really wanted to. How was it? Very, very good. Very unlike almost anything he's ever done. It's mm, Where there are a lot of, like, flat colors and, uh, like, parallel <laughs> no, shots. No, it, it is, Heavy it is, eyeshadow on the ladies. It is absolutely shot like a Wes Anderson. Yeah, I was going to... Like, it is still, like, the, the, the characters speak from the center of the frame perfectly. Staring framed, at you. Yeah. Staring directly is at you. Is everyone sad? Yeah, a lot of people Elliot are sad. Smith. <laughs> That's not. It's not nearly as sad as a lot of his other movies either. That there's sucks. Not, there's a lot. Uh, it's it's Wes Anderson directs like an action adventure movie, like in in a Wes Anderson style. Like for instance, like there's like a chase down a ski hill that is mostly done with like adorable miniatures. Like it's like like a little ski man like zipping around and stuff like that. Like it's it is. Not an action adventure Hollywood film. It's still it's like Wes Anderson. It's like a lot of like weird little globe trotting and stuff. Like they do this thing where there's there's actually a lot of miniature work in the film overall, which I guess he learned how to do on Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, I was gonna say. So I love that movie. Yeah, it was a, a lot of fucking fun. The only thing is that because it's an adventure movie, the plot takes the forefront over character, so you don't get the same level of like. That's like, like the exact opposite of virtually all of his. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, but you and as a result, like you're you're kind of, but you still have these characters who are like complex and flawed, like normal Wes Anderson characters. But they don't necessarily get the, to like grow and redeem themselves the way they do in a Wes Anderson film because it's like they're swept up in adventure. Right. So that's kind of the downside. But it's still like very fun. I would say it's probably his most like fun movie. If you're like, wee, you're just like watching like. A fun Wes Anderson movie. Very good, though. Yeah. I like, highly, highly recommend it. I also saw The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't as shitty as I thought it was going to be. Uh, that, like, that's what everybody said. It was like, and that was all right. Get, yeah, get I mean, cause it, got, it got, like, slammed when it came out. This is the Ben Stiller movie where he has an overactive imagination. And, like, he, but basically, like, the whole the whole story is, is that his Didn't dad... Did he direct it? This is, like, a big deal. It was his, like, direct... I, feel like I don't think it has his directorial debut. I think he's directed other stuff. Yeah, Whatever, but still, shout out to Meg Zoolander, too, is what we're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, no, so yeah, he, basically he plays, uh, he plays like this guy who used to be like this punk rock skateboarder, and then his dad died when he was like 16, so then he became the primary breadwinner for his family, and then has like subsequently never left the state that he grew up in, and like has a boring office job working for uh, Life magazine as a like old timey photo- photograph developer. Okay. So he gets like sent the negatives and all that stuff. So it's like I was right, director. Directorial debut though. Mm, I will. I will confirm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, like, like imagine that you're like you develop negatives for a magazine. So you're like you're in a dying industry in a dying industry. Yeah. You're, like it's like double layers of shittiness. You're like. Sophie has her eyebrow raised. Yeah, I've never even heard of this. Really? Yep. Secret Life of Walter Mitty? Yep. It's his. And I hate Ben Stiller. What? The only thing I like him in is Zoolander. What about Royal Tenenbaums? Uh, Yeah, no. What about Tropic Thunder? Uh, All right, all right. I like him in Tropic Thunder. (laughs) Because I feel. Because those are like. Because he also. I feel like he wrote 
Tropic Thunder, at least. I don't know if he directed it, but he... Uh... Having a little trouble on that. We should play a Google nope. song whenever John Googles. Uh, no, you're right. You're totally right. This is not a directorial debut. He directed Tropic Thunder, directed yeah. Zoolander, directed... Um, I'm retarded. He directed The Cable Guy, which he hmm. wasn't even in. He directed Reality Bites. Hmm. Dang, son. John was wrong. All yeah. kinds of wrong. Anywho... Uh, Tropic Thunder was amazing. Yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> Good work, Ben. <laughs> Keep it up. So, is this is this like? Is, would you say it's like worth going to check out? Uh, I would, I would absolutely. Hey, here's my here's my recommendation. You said absolutely hate in there. That happened. <laughs> here's my recommendation. If you're looking for like a date night movie on like a Wednesday and it's free on Netflix, <laughs> that's like what? the lowest possible recommendation. No, 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 no. But no, but is. like, but it's go to. Like, it's like, yeah. oh shit, we haven't watched this. Let's watch this. Huh. Like, don't necessarily seek it out. But if you're like, but then do you feel like, oh, we should have watched the other one on the list? You should have watched her. Nah, I gotta watch her. Oh, you really should. It was it was quite good. It was quite good. Yeah, it was like very that's clever, much more clever than you were sort of expecting when it came out. Like you looked at. Well, we're just going to jump into her now. So, it's like... You know, That's you know, what he said. Do you know what the setup is? The setup is that he falls in love with Siri. Yeah. The future, though. It's like a more advanced... Yeah, it's... It's, it's like a, an advanced AI OS thing. Right. And then it's like specifically calibrated to like work with him, and then he falls in love with it. I saw it. the hilarious Saturday Night Live impression. Yeah? How it hilarious. was when Jonah, when Jonah Hill was... Uh, Jonah Hill was the host. Okay. And then... It's like he falls in love with like her, but like her also has Jonah Hill's voice, but like softer spoken. Uh-huh. Like, I love you, whatever. And he's like, I sent over a surrogate. And it's just Michael Sarah with a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> <And> he's like, <laughs> they're just fucking. It's so good. Yeah, because it's like, it's just him. <laughs> like, it's just yeah. called like, and like the, the parody is just him. him. Yeah. And it's just his own voice, <laughs> like talking to himself. Well, but, in anyway. your head, you're like, okay, I see this as being like a sci-fi short story. I see the possible endings to where this is going to go. And it like goes in a totally different direction. Which Does John Leguizamo show up with guns? John Leguizamo is in it? Was he? I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't even so. know, but I'm just saying. But for, but that sounds for, great. A mov- for a movie to go in a whole different direction, it involves John you're, Leguizamo. You're correct. I would not have expected John Leguizamo to show up with guns. Seriously. <laughs> wow, I fell for that. <laughs> Leguizamo. Yeah. As all movies should end. Uh, but anyway, it was fantastic. Like I like it, w- it was one of the like I was watching it on the plane, and I was like, I'm gonna just play Dwarf Fortress and have this thing going on the on the side, and I was unable to focus on my game of Dwarf Fortress. Huh. Yeah. Speaking of uh, airplane movies, that's also where I saw the Lego Movie. Oh yeah, we watched the Lego Movie. Yeah, you, I can't I believe remember. how fucking good it was. Oh my it was god, so it was so much good. fun. Yeah, totally delivered. Like uh, exceeded expectations. So good. A fucking Batman's yeah. music. <laughs> oh my god. <darkness>. Batman. <laughs> Darkness. <laughs> so good. Does anyone but, have any black black cubes? Yeah. Or or dark gray. Very dark gray. <laughs> also, the like, 80, 80 spaceman just being like yeah. spacemen. <laughs> like the casting was inspired. Yeah. I can't believe how good Charlie Day. <laughs> like eighty spaceman. Hey guys. <laughs> yeah. Fucking super good. Yeah. Like like the like I said the only thing and I mean I don't know if you if you found this though like the, it's incredibly fast paced. Yeah, like and the, and like the characters and the comedy is like actually sharp enough that I'm like, I wouldn't mind more banter. Like, yep, between these characters. Yeah, like Batman could have had a whole bunch more being super dark and, and creepy, and I would have loved it. Like every second of that, I would have yeah. eaten that shit up. And, exactly. And that, like I said, that was my one beef is yeah. that it was like too short, too short, and at like a fucking feverish pace. Like it's like yeah. whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. Like it is 
Wait, you're complaining of something right. happening we, every we, we second? This, really? We, had this, we, we talked about yeah, this when I saw it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. Um, I, like, I, I inspired. And what's crazy is they're now putting out, like, a Peeps movie and a fucking... It's not Duplo, what? but, like... Or, like, a Mechano or whatever they're putting well, out. Well, d- there's the, the ending. Of just yeah. like, we are Duplo! Yeah. <laughs> just like, shitty-ass Duplo monster but show they're, they're They're putting out a bunch of movies that are based on children's toys that I feel are just, like, a bunch of, like, executives being like, What? Lego made money. Christ, I'm out of touch. How does that make any sense? Let's, what, are, what are other toys? Let's make like a Hot Wheels movie or something. Kids love toys. Like, without realizing that really inspired people made this movie fucking yeah. a triumph. You know? like People like loved Lego. The, yeah. the, the, ultimate, the ultimate irony, though, of the, of the Lego film uh-huh. is that like the, what they encourage in the Lego movie goes contrary to the Lego sets that they sell. Right, because like they encourage like the mixing and matching and build your own fucking thing and whatever else. Yeah, like that. and that is like clearly not really what Lego's marketed on right now. What like, are you talking about? You buy you buy a castle and you buy a pirate and then you have a pirate castle. We went to a Lego store in Scotland, and in the back, the entire back wall was just a bunch of giant aquariums with individual pieces, different pieces. colors. Yeah, yeah. No, but dude, d- dude, no, but there was a superstar destroyer yep. that cost four hundred British pounds. <laughs> yeah, four hundred. That's eight hundred. Eight hundred Canadian dollars. dollars, and I was like. Seriously, millimeters away from buying it. It was almost a meter long. Yeah. Superstar sure Destroyer. You, but I'm sure you don't need to, like, you could probably buy one here. Yeah, I probably. saw a single tear when he put the box back on the shelf. Dude, dude, it would go so good. I have, like, like I have two things but it's not to, but it's flanking not to scale my TV. But it's not the That's the fuck up. No, it's bigger than the Tantiv. Yeah, but if it's a Superstar Destroyer, the Tantiv is Oh, not. yeah, it should be, like, a million times bigger than the Tantiv. Yeah, exactly. That is true. But, but anyway, I have, two, <laughs> I have two things flanking my TV, right? One of them could have the Tantiv 4. The other one could have a Superstar Destroyer. It would look amazing. <laughs> Anyway. And it would be pussy repellent. <laughs> <laughs> but, or, like, fucking, you know, yeah. keep her shit if she's into it. Yeah, I guess. That's like quick, you're like fucking weeding them out real fast. Real is that fast. A, is, that a big real Le- fast. <laughs> is that a big Lego Superstar Destroyer? Yes, it is. Are you sticking <laughs> what around? Do you, what do you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Whatever, I have a freaking lightsaber at home. Yeah, right. You're one of the boys. And, and you're, doing one of the, you're doing a podcast with us, see? <laughs> Anyhow, I yeah. am female, you guys. But I don't know. I just I find that like <clears throat> the movie was a little contrary to the licensed Legos. I thought it was a little bit yeah. more, like I found it was a little bit more like made fun of itself. I appreciated yeah. that. No, but like because like, like Lego like <laughs> the, it's back to like the, the the community thing when uh, fucking Omar is the teacher on Community. Didn't see that one. And he was just sort of like, cause he, he plays like a, I don't know what the fucking. Wait, Omar Little, you, you're saying his name for fucking. Um, uh, from The Wire? From The Wire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean Chalky White. Yeah, yeah, Chalky White. He plays a teacher and whatever, and he play, he's he been in like in jail for a little while, and he comes back. And That's he was amazing. Sort of like, and one of his lines is he was like, I just have a question. It doesn't have anything to do with the class. <laughs> what happened to Legos, guys? When I went to jail, it was just like spaceships and pirate ships. Now I'm out, and it's like Star Wars and Harry Potter. <laughs> what happened? And then they're all like, the entire class is like awkwardly quiet. And like Annie goes to like put her hand up, and then like they're like, no, like put her hand down. He's like, fine, be that way. <laughs> it's just like this like weird awkward moment. And I was like, yeah, because I was like, when I was a kid, there wasn't any licensing on fucking. Absolutely Legos. not. You had Spaceman, or you had City Man. <laughs> exactly. That was it. You know, like the main character of Lego movies. Yeah. City yep. Man. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, and then also the added twistedness is that they now sell sets of the, like, from the movie. From the movie, 
Which are just like cockamamie zany sets because you're just sort of like, here's like a spaceship with There fucking... were such zany things in there. I wanted to build them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but you can like now get, like, again, kind of contrary to the movie. Yeah. You can now follow the instructions and build their zany things. And I was like, now this yeah. is doubly weird. Like, I was looking at them and I was like, like the weird, like, pirate spaceship with fucking Batman wings or whatever. Okay. Like. So the scene when Spaceman is like, I'm going to build a spaceship, guys. I'm going to build a spaceship. And then he, like, immediately starts laying pieces out. I have laid those exact pieces out in that exact manner to build spaceships. Like, and then I'm thinking in my head, like, when was the last time I played with Legos? Oh, my cousins were up at the cottage where my gigantic Lego collection is. We, un- we like, threw it out on the floor. And, like, within two hours, I had built one of those giant spaceships that, like, Spaceman was building. I was Spaceman. John Lechman, ladies. It was, it was it was amazing. He's single. <laughs> yeah. Is it Princess Princess Unikitty? Or? Princess uh, Unikitty. Yeah, that's yeah, what it is. Unikitty. Unikitty or like Kitty Corn? She's amazing. Uh, Unikitty. Princess Unikitty? Yeah. yeah. Impossible. Yeah, like, kind of like Impossible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to marry a marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> it's good times. Yeah. I yep. like a movie a lot. But, was anyway. there a sequel? Somebody was... I'm sure there is. I guarantee you that yeah. green like that. First Working season. on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Get on that, guys. Good work, Lego people. And that's that's like fucking. Apparently, the Lego games are all try are mostly triumphs, also, right? Like, yeah, they are. Lego, yeah. Lego Star Wars and Lego Lord of the Rings and. Like, I have said the Star Wars ones. They're really fun. Yeah. Jason Dome. He is always talking about. Them. He gets them for his kids, and he's yeah. like, they're super fun. Super like written with the that exact same like really multiple cute. levels of humor of yeah. like yeah, making yeah. fun of themselves and at the same time being good as games. You know. Cool. So we spent this entire time talking about nothing but movies. That's fine. Isn't that what we do? To be fair, I can tell that you guys didn't listen to last week's episode. No. Scott and I basically just talked about old school hip hop for like almost the whole hour. If we have any listeners after that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I think they're going to. It was. It was we. It was hip hop branching into. I was expecting sports talk the whole <laughs> well, way through. Well, branching into the, the the two incidents of racism in sports. Yeah, as we talked about. Well, uh, we talked about that while we were on our trip. Like it was it, it was hilarious. The Sterling stuff or the PK stuff? The PK the stuff. Because yeah. also the Sterling. I stuff. I didn't hear about that. The owner of the LA Clippers. Oh yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was yeah. now bad, barred for life from the NBA, but hilariously still owns the team. School because they can't force him to sell it. Right. He cannot do business with the NBA. He cannot go to any sort of wow. Thing, but he can just sit there and get checks still because they can't force him. Can't to, sell him. You yeah. can't force a person to sell. Crazy. Their, like, he just needs to do everything through an intermediary. So yeah, I, don't, I, I can't imagine how that would have worked out in his head. Being like super racist to the NBA, <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. like, like super racist to the blackest sports. Yeah. Like, like what are you thinking there, buddy? It's just. Huh. And then he fucking like he didn't he, he double down on it the day after. I don't know if he doubled down on it, but he, he also talked shit about Magic Johnson. Really? Like, on the, like, on his, like, apology. Beloved legend? Apology with Anderson Cooper. He was like, I don't understand what the big deal is with Magic Johnson. He gets all this recognition because he has AIDS. And yeah. Anderson Cooper's like, well, he's HIV positive. It's not AIDS. And also, he's, like, a humanitarian. So, <laughs> that's probably why people like him. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like... <laughs> decades of humanitarian work yeah exactly like yeah. one of the first like guys to really fucking I'm gonna totally look up that interview it sounds yeah. like a dream. wow just Anderson Cooper's like uh, yeah like keeping it together anyway so yeah other yeah. airplane movies though and I did not watch it I saw the scene a single scene from the desolation of smog 
And I was like, fuck this. I'm so glad I'm not watching this movie. And I'm so glad I've not seen any of the Hobbit films. Really? It's the scene in the book, if you recall, uh-huh. where they're in... <sighs> fucking, I just... It's, it's like a fucking theme. Every time I buy a movie or plan to see a movie and I haven't done it yet, he just fucking talks about it and ruins it. Okay, uh-huh. there, have you read the book, Sophie? No! Well, then that's your fault. The yeah. book literally came out... It's like, like 75 years old. Exactly. <laughs> There's a scene where the dwarves are in barrels, uh-huh. and they're getting chased by the orcs. Down the river? Down the river. Okay, and? And it is a fucking atrocity of CG garbage. Okay. It looks like cartoony fucking bullshit. It's like 10 minutes long. Uh-huh. It fucking, like, I didn't even have audio in. I was like, this looks like the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I've seen Speed Racer. That's actually right? really yeah. strange. I've seen Speed Racer. We loved Speed Racer. Yeah, but the CG was not. Like, yeah, it was I'm bad. Not, I'm not saying the effects were bad. Yeah. Like the, the I think the effects were as good as any orcs was, yeah. chasing dwarves in a barrel <laughs> down. But like the fight, it was like so preposterous, so fucking cartoony, so just. I was like, to, obviously, to be fair, it that's how it happened in the book. And it doesn't need to be twenty minutes. You can just brush that shit off. Yeah, but like, you do, but like that's that's like it's a kid's story, right? This was a kid's book that right. was supposed to be a little zany, over the top doors and barrels floating down a river. But I was like watching this scene. Yeah, because it was on a little. T- yeah, it was on a I didn't even screen. have my headphones in. Yeah, I kind of knew. I was just like, oh, whatever. I'll put. like literally what you did with tune her, in but, for good stuff, but yeah. not even for audio because yeah. I was like doing something else, like playing, and I was like, oh, well, I'll just like I'll leave it on, and I was like. This is an exact reason why you don't make three movies out of a 150-page book. Yeah. Because you make 20-minute fucking scenes. It wasn't 150 pages, man. It was totally freaking, like, 400. <laughs> no. 200 tops. It was so thin. It's a tiny, tiny it. book. Yeah. It's so small. And there's pictures. Are there? Was there? Yeah, there was. There was a couple of little pictures. Yeah. I remember, I remember the picture of the three trolls who were turned to stone overlooking the... Yeah, the, exactly. Yeah. There's some pictures of the wargs. There's yeah. the hobbits hiding up in trees. Yeah. There's not not a pretty um, Sabalba Sabalba Shabalba. Not a ton, but like yeah. What's the name of the spider? Shelob. Paperback paperback copy three hundred thirty. Sabalba is a slave trader on Tatooine. Right. Who, who sells Anakin and is, and is Arabic and yet another <laughs> image. No, of he doesn't float. He's the multi-armed guys. You're thinking of Watto. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Sabalba is the uh, racer. He's not yep. a slave trader, he's the racer. Oh, that's yeah, right. Watto is the slave trader. Oh. Look at this guy. I got fucking, schooled. His, his episode one know-how. Yeah, man, episode one. 320 pages in the paperback edition, 297 pages in the hardcover edition. Okay, so, so, what? I was right. 300 fucking pages in that you book. You said 400, but... You're, okay, well, I was, I was exaggerating. Price is right rules, you lose. All right, zip up, guys. You overbitted. I'm playing. No. Wise. What? <laughs> We're all over the place here, Sophie. But I yeah. know, I've been trying to talk about something. What's up, Soph? I'm super up-to-date and current, so I'm watching Veronica Mars. <laughs> huh. How's that? Like, that's one of those things that is, like, beloved by a certain group of people. Yeah. And I never cared. I, I never got to watch it, because <coughs> I never really had cable, and I have Netflix and a lot of spare time somewhere. And it's new. What is Veronica Mars? Well, I mean, by new to Netflix. It's new to Netflix. Veronica Mars is a, a high school girl who um, is it's the daughter of a detective. Mysteries. And works part-time for him and just starts solving mysteries and stuff. So she's like a teenage detective. It's super fun and campy, and I like it. It's like kind of – well, I, it's like Nancy Drew, basically. But more like, grown up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, but like, the premise is still Nancy Drew. I don't know. I never really watched or Nancy read Drew, Nancy Drew. I the daughter of a def- detective who solves okay. crimes. Really? All, all I ever figured about that was that it was the female Hardy Boys. Yeah, but I think she's actually the daughter of a detective. She the Hardy is. Boys just stumble upon them on their Solve own. Solve them on their own. Yeah. yeah. They just did a movie – 
uh, a recent one, I think last year or this year. Yep. So I decided, why the hell not? I'll just I'll watch a series. And I plowed through season one. I just started season two, and I can't wait to That's read the, the rest. What, see the rest. What's the big deal about the movie, guys? What's the big deal about the movie, guys? It was kickstarted. Was oh, it? Oh yeah, I remember hearing That's about amazing. that. It was. They were like, they were like, we'll make a movie if you guys pay for it. Like the people involved in Veronica Mars were yeah. like, no studio is gonna fund the filming of this movie. It wasn't a success. It was a canceled TV show. Whatever. Right. It had three like, seasons, you, but it's so popular. Yeah, it was popular. Like Firefly was popular. It wasn't real popular. Well, right. not enough for three seasons. Popular. What? Way more popular than so, Firefly. Arrested yeah. De- Arrested Development. Let's say. Right. Like it, it, okay, but it was not that big. Huh? Arrested Development like only grew after it was cancelled. Yeah, but to, Veronica to be, Mars did a little bit of the same thing too. Really? Yeah. Like it had a stronger DVD, I think, than it actually did. Huh. I don't think be. it got Arrested Development big. Yeah, because I mean, it was huge. But I don't know. We're huge. also not girls. It's like That's a true. big cult show either yeah. way. Yeah. So I, I really like it. Hmm. Either way though, it but it, it brings hope to a lot of things. <laughs> if you're just sort of like if you really love something, like clone, clone High. Come on, guys. I want to see. Oh two. my God! I really want the There's finale. Just too, many, to... too many voice actors involved. I know. Too I know. many voices. John Stamos. I'm Stamos. sure he'd be in. Yeah. Stamos. Well, whatever. It gives hope to maybe maybe Community coming back. Yeah. Well, you think they? It's it's officially dead now. Right? It's officially dead. Yeah. There's a hilarious joke in the last the last episode, whatever, and they were like, "Oh, don't worry, Annie." We'll be back next year. It's like, I bet. And he's like, don't yeah. worry, Annie. We'll be back next year. And if we're not, it's because a meteor hit Earth and wiped out everything. That's canon. But we'll <laughs> be back. <laughs> I was just like... What? I was like, so in the, the ending of Comedian, though ne- Community, they're never shot. Right. Is that a meteor, a meteor hitting hit Earth and wiped out everything? And right. that's why there's no Zig season. Would you recommend Veronica Mars? Like, like I've, should I watch this show? Did you like Buffy? Yeah, kind of. Yeah? Actually, I can't remember if it was because I was trying to sleep with Marietta or not. Okay. That might have been... Okay, tell you what. If if you like the Buffy show but didn't like Buffy the character, okay. uh, like myself, mm-hmm. you will appreciate Veronica more uh, because the character is a little bit more likable than Buffy was. Hmm. Um, and still good, strong, supporting is cast. Is it as clever as Joss Whedon? Uh, it's a different kind of clever. And it's uh, pushed a little bit more, and it's a bit campier, but it's it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Who I, I would like win it. in a fight, Veronica Mars or House? For House. Hmm. But he's crippled. He's a large man. She is a tiny, tiny he's pixie. Crippled. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you can't beat up a cripple, probably shouldn't be investigating criminals. She sleuths. She does not fight. Maybe she could sleuth. His weaknesses. <laughs> And find out that he's a cripple. He's <laughs> addicted to drugs. He's addicted to drugs. Speaking of TVs, mm-hmm. shows. Um, so I'm watching Mad Men last season. Mad Men. AMC or Dicks, apparently. Really? I'm, t- I'm totally not caught up. I only saw two episodes. No, no, no. no. It's yeah. just that I only found out that they're cutting season seven into two and separating them by a full year. What? Because the AMC lineup, I guess, is fucking so weak. They're like, fuck, 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 fuck. Well, 14 episodes, so it's a longer than usual season. Right. Because the usual seasons are like 10 to 12. Yeah. So it's a 14 episode season. But it's Seven over. episodes this year, seven episodes like spring 2015. Not like a summer break. Jeez. And there's a, apparently a whole bunch of additional reasons, but I think it's because they have like... A they have no other shows. They have no other shows. And yeah. apparently it's um, Mike Wiener wanted longer to do it. It also was an easier shooting schedule because a lot of the people are now... Like, all in movies and crazy. Not movies yeah. and shit like that. So it was like beneficial to everybody yeah kind of like we'll take a super long time to do it and then you'll kind of get two seasons out of our 
last season. But yeah, but I was like, fucking seven. That's shitty. So that means it's probably over already. This. I don't know if it's maybe principal is probably done. Like yeah. it's probably not like edited. No, no, no. But I mean, like they've aired the seven episodes of this. No, they're I think on episode five, five okay. or six. They're I think almost I think at it's, the end. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it ends next year. Although Week. then there's it's being there's a show that I'm kind of into, or at least not kind of into, the commercials mm-hmm. on that. So okay, use your words. Here we go. Finish the thought. Is the last season of Mad Men is fucking fantastic yeah. it's like fucking firing on all cylinders i think it's i believe it's building up to a completely satisfying ending it's like, got to be him killing himself uh, arguably yeah but yeah. i mean but like i think that it's not going to be like an out of nowhere thing there's right. so much so much going on and i mean if you're up you have to date with season six yeah yeah where he gets put on leave yeah right? and like, yeah. that's where that's where it kicks off yeah so yeah i saw the first two episodes and they were stellar like yeah. totally yeah. It, like, and it, it, it keeps that up and they're like and they also they also seem to be um, doing like writing, like closing up story arcs a mm-hmm. little bit for other like sub characters. Awesome. Like, like other characters are kind of like, and this is probably what he's up to. Yeah, you know, and like, and this is gonna happen to this person. So it's kind of like not <laughs> not gonna pull a fucking um, lost lost. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. I think they're they're gonna do all right. But anyway, so while watching Mad Men, there's a commercial for. Um, HCF. Halt and Catch Fire. Halt and Catch Fire. Yeah. I don't... What? So, uh, it's... Which is an HC... It's, and it's like a, a... Apparently, it's like a joke uh-huh. that there's hidden code inside of computers. It's an HCF file, which is the... You run the code and it's... Is this a whole separate show you're talking about? Yes. Okay. A show called... <laughs> HCF. Halt, Halt and Catch Fire. Okay. And the whole premise of it is that it's a period piece set in the early 80s during the, like development of personal computers and mm-hmm. like corporate espionage and like reverse engineering oh like the movie sneakers but not about that about like just sort of like stealing tech from ibm to make compact like the stuff. movie sneakers but but this is like focusing on real events or it's I, like that, a... that, that's the part i don't really know i mean yeah. it's not out yet i think it starts starts june 1st like i don't know huh. if, if they're gonna follow it but apparently it's like a fictionalized version of shit that supposedly went down Cool. Kind of, kind of like Mad Men, but about the like personal computer revolution in the early '80s. So like golden age of hacking. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so you know, I'll give AMC a shot for their new show. Do they yeah. have Johnny Lee Miller signed up? No, they don't have Johnny Miller. They have John Leguizamo. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> big, 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 big. <laughs> John Leguizamo just like shows up with a gun again. Yeah. Uh, so Veronica Mars. Yeah. I enjoy it. It's fun. It's campy. So if I was like, have you made a boy watch it? Uh, yes. And how How did that go? He left. <laughs> okay. okay. So this so is for the ladies. I, I've just downgraded that from like, huh, I guess I'll check out an episode too. But Not he left happen. saying, I might catch up to you so we can watch it together. Uh-huh. Slash, haha, I'm doing something else. Yep. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> Uh, you, just, you go inside and he's just like staring at the wall and being like, huh? What now? I didn't expect you to come out here. Whatever. John in shutdown mode. Either way, we went to Scotland and that was pretty big. Yeah, yeah, that was. Did you see locks? Yeah. Sure did. We just saw two. Okay, okay, so here's the thing. It's just a fucking lake. There's literally, there's no difference. They're just lakes. It'd be like if we said lack and then you come to Quebec and you're like, oh, let's go up to lake whatever and you'd be like, no. It's lack whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. It's just a goddamn lake. What is wrong with you people? They call it a lock. Yeah. And that's what they're famous for. They have very pretty lakes. And they are that. Very pretty, very pretty lakes. lakes. Yeah. 
Yeah. It was fun. Um, if you had to measure the rainfall. Oh. It was, it was very minimal. Yeah. So it rains all like, the goddamn time. But minimal but constant. Yeah. It's no. just, it never rains super hard. Or, yeah. or maybe it rained hard. There like was once. that one day when we were yeah. on... Um, um, fuck. The, the one that's not Loch Katrin. Uh, Loch Lomond. Yeah, Loch Lomond. Loch Lomond. Yeah, so we went on there, and that was the first actual rainfall that we had, and that was, like, second day like, to our last. You don't even really have to put on a hood or a hat or anything. Yeah. It just, like, it just drizzles a lot, and it is definitely gray all the goddamn time. Like, the sun came out once or twice. Yeah. To, seriously, in two weeks. But and like it was, like, noticeable. Oh, shit. Check it out, guys. Remember that? And Blue skies! I'm yeah. taking a picture! Everybody stops walking and, like, looks up to the sun. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And, and, then, and then, a little bit, and then the cloud. Exactly. It again. <laughs> So, what what's happening? So that's a little depressing, but otherwise, like, like that scene in that movie there when like there's the. the you want to get literary? Remember the short story by um, Ray Bradbury, where the people are living on Venus and the sun only comes out once every seven years, and they lock the kid from Earth in the closet. She misses it. Hmm. Wow. I was say, there was like a thing with the prisoners, and they were underground, and then like when they come out, and there's the sun, they're like, you know. Anyway, the castles rocked. Yeah, the castles were super cool. Yeah. Uh, they were like just like being in Dark Souls, where there's like <laughs> staircases that go up and then it like just a exposed sky. And I swear to God, there were some like bits of castles that you, I went into and I was like, they probably stole this literal place to be yeah, in Dark. Well, like I mean, these artists do a shit ton of research before they design shit. For so sure, this had to be. They scanned just the castle and they're like, go. So, this is kind of unrelated, but it's related to video games. Okay. So, Andrew. Uh huh went to PAX East and tried a full demo of the Oculus Rift. Okay. And then has instantaneously, like, pre-ordered a dev copy of it. Really? He says it is completely unlike anything you have fucking ever played, and you're just like, I want to play this constantly. What is it called? The Oculus Rift. It's the the first what's going to be, like, affordable functioning VR. Yeah. And he's like, it's... He's like, like, literally, he's like, you're sitting... He's like, you're sitting... You sit... He's like, it was like a simple thing. He's like... The VR was of you sitting in a, like, sitting on a couch playing a, playing a video game on a screen. Uh-huh. They were, and they were like, the reason why it wasn't anything more in-depth is they were like, you're the, like if you want to enjoy it, like, the, there's like a smaller transition for you to kind of understand what your eyes are sort of seeing. Okay. But they were like, just so you can kind of see. But you can still look around and like look around the room, whatever. But he's like, but one of the things that happens is the person that you're sitting next to is actually like sitting on the other side of the room. Okay. So he's like, they can like kind of like move their thing around, and you're like, I know that they're next to me, but uh-huh. like I see a thing over there, and they're seeing me and stuff. And crazy. he was like, it's fucking crazy. And apparently, for first person shooters and all that stuff, like they they ran like quick demos that you didn't control, but just to like yeah see what a first person shooter looks Could like look like yeah yeah exactly because the thing is is that the data is all there on existing first person shooters right uh-huh. like they don't actually need to program anything yeah because you have a 360 fucking camera already existing yeah so he's like the data exists on these games so you just more or less yeah, like, more or less <clears throat> it's just that you did like it it's like a patch essentially like you can like patch a three a first person shooter and it just plays on the Oculus trip yeah and and they got john carmack working there right who's that he's like the rock and roll star super grand high wizard sorcerer computer programmer who made doom happen okay. back in the 90s and he he came up with all these weird like Tricks, I guess. Tricks and hacks and whatever, just to be able to get the 3D that got that got Doom running. Yeah. So like, it probably would have been possible, but a few years later, if it wasn't for this guy. Yeah. Um. 
and he was he was still working at ID, still mm-hmm. like cranking out like the engines. You know, like they would make Doom and whatever, and people yeah. would be crazy about it. But it wasn't ever really the game. It was always like, oh, now we can get you use that engine and make other games in that. Yeah, engine. yeah. Well, so, it's like the oh, like the Unreal engines and whatever. Like, but I think he was at that company for like twenty five years, whatever, and yeah. he quit to go work at Oculus Rift because mm. he was so excited by it. Yeah. It, it, like, like a- Andrew was literally like, so he's like, so you're sitting there in this virtual reality thing, and he's like, you move your, because you're holding a controller still, yeah, yeah. but he's like, you move your real hand, and he's like, your brain doesn't, your brain's like, why didn't my hand move in the game? Because he's right. like, that's the level of immersion. Wow. That he's like, you think that moving your hand is going to move it, but you're like, that's not at the point where they're at, yeah. it's just a fucking helmet. Yeah. <laughs> you're still a helmet and a controller, you know, but he's like, the immersion is so much that you're like, I am in this virtual space. That's I crazy. should be able to like. He's like, I wave my hand in front of the thing, and apparently, like, tons. Everybody of people, does that. Everybody yeah. does that because that's like, that's the level of immersion. He's like, I'm. He's like, I'm the most fucking excited about anything in technology ever. Having having demoed this shit. Crazy. And that sounds fun. The headsets. Well, I mean, the headsets are what they're going for. Only like four or five hundred bucks, and I think really? you need Not like a lot. A, you need like a three thousand dollar computer to kind of. Oh right, process this. to make yeah. it go. Yeah. But I'm like, but that's still like fucking. And those prices are all just going to come down, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, but and, and the other thing, too, and like the argument that the Oculus Rift people are, are saying is that like there are already people who are spending that much money on a computer. Yeah. Like there, are, there is a market of people who are buying top-line fucking graphics processors anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's not like – there are some people who don't. So it's like if they want to experience it, there's going to be a $3,000 upfront fee. But he's like, but the early adopters are probably buying $2,000 computers anyway. Sure, sure. You know? So it's like – we're not, and it's not like the computer can only run Oculus Rift stuff. Like, have have they released any titles properly for no, it? Or no, yeah, I didn't yet, think no. so. But there, there's, there's a, apparently there's a there's a fully working Skyrim, <coughs> which is uh, kind of cool. Yeah, whatever. And it's appara- Skyrim, huh? Whatever. It's Skyrim. Yeah, but I'm just saying. But like, if you think about it in terms of like those big world games, yeah, how much more like. Oops. How much like more fun like grinding and stuff would be if you're like I'm in the world. Probably you know? like, pretty fucking fun. Exactly. Like yeah. speaking of grinding, I started playing Final Fantasy fourteen. I don't know if I mentioned that last time. Is that the online one? Yeah, it's yeah. The, or it's the remade online one, right? So Didn't they just relaunch or, or like of ashes six or whatever months they call it. a year ago? Yeah, I, I just started playing it just before we so like a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's insanely pretty. I like the mechanics. Um, it's really fun. Their well, shit's always been it's, really it's pretty. Grown, yeah. It's growing subscriber base which is like unheard of in MMORPG world yep. my one month free trial is almost up like I bought the game it was only 30 bucks which is really good comes with 30 days free ends in 2 days so John's really liking it too he plays it more than I do actually because I'm always asleep mm-hmm. if I can but yeah he isn't playing that like first person shooter MMO that he was all all over in Scotland he didn't bring it what? he didn't bring it back what is he retardo bought? I think he's just gonna buy it because okay. I don't think the the he didn't bring his his uh, Xbox with him, right. and the disc that he has back there won't be able to read oh, on right. our Ow. American yeah, Xbox. Yeah, so stupid. Yeah, it's like a first person shooter MMO. Huh. What You're is it like, called? Defiance? No. Def- yeah, Defiant or Defiance. Deliverance. Or something like that. Defi- yeah, something. Never weird. heard about this. Only for Xbox, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I never yeah. heard of it, but he's been playing it forever. Like yeah. we when we used to Skype a year ago, he's like, I was playing this with my friend. He really likes it. Yeah. Yeah. First thing that I thought about with the Oculus Rift was playing Mirror's Edge and throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you run and jump over edges of buildings? Yeah. yeah. 
you know, because like as it is, a lot of people get motion sickness from Mirror's Edge anyway. I was like, I can only imagine what a 360 fucking view the, on that. The problem is that like you'd be controlling where you look with your hands. It'd be it'd be such this weird disconnect from like where you want to look. Yeah. Well, and but apparently that's also the like it's in the works. Like a gyroscope in the helmet to well, track I, where I you're tracking, looking. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. Like. So at least where you look, it'll like move the because it's, it's it feels 360, but it's like I think it's like 270 or whatever. Yeah, cause yeah, like, yeah. There is some clipping behind your head and whatever, but yeah, some, I don't know, man. There's, I was like, that's and the we fact, live in the future. Yeah, but like, like the fact that this is like upon us is yeah. like the thing I think that like basically every kid has been like. I did a VR thing in the fucking nineties. Yeah. That was a helmet that you put on, and it like was, and it only had like like lines. Like you remember from arcade wire games, frames. yeah, wireframe that was yeah. like in arcades in the seventies, but just on a screen. Yeah. And then when you turned, there was like very visible lag as you would look <laughs> around. It was terrible. I that remember was... being blown away by uh, a game in an arcade when I was a, a kid. I, I must have been something like nine years old, mm-hmm. and I, it was like one of those big tables, and it had a dome, and it was all holograms. And it was really? little cowboys. And it, <laughs> it was all actors that they had filmed doing all the, the movements. So it wasn't animated or anything. It was uh-huh. just holo- holographic projections of these actors. And based on the movements that, that you command in, they would just act out whatever it was, you know. That sounds pretty cool. It was so cool. And I, I never remember what it was called. I never saw it again. It kind of broke my heart. <laughs> Speaking of holograms, did you hear about Michael Jackson's performance at the Billboard Music Awards? No. Yeah. So Michael Jackson has an album coming out. Guys. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I did. Hear about and that. they fucking hologram Tupac'd him at the oh, Billboard Music Awards, wow. and it looks fucking really good. Really, it looks quite good. Like I was like, Jesus Christ! And people are like, it looks like if you saw the Tupac one, mm-hmm. Tupac one looked really good. Yeah, if you remember the Tupac one, I Coach, didn't didn't watch it. And I was not I didn't know they did it for Tupac. They did it for for Tupac at Coachella, like maybe two three years ago, and it's huh. like so like they they have they've had they just Tupac. played recorded versions of his songs, or what oh. for Tupac? Yeah. Yeah, it was like a recorded version of a song with him hologram on stage, and he was duetting with uh, Snoop. Crazy. So it was like hologram Tupac and and Snoop Dogg and yeah. Snoop Dogg. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Same thing too. Like it was hologram Michael Jackson and had real backup dancers. Yeah, dancing with him. Dancing I have some uh, musician friends who feel a little conflicted about this. I I think it's bullshit. I think anybody who feels conflicted about it is bullshit. I'm more conflicted about them re-releasing stuff that he didn't want released. More than hologram. Is that what his new album is? Yeah, it's like supposedly he had all kinds of material that he like was not happy with. Yeah, exactly. Didn't want it. It and I don't know exactly what the selection process is for this new album, but I'm like, to me, that I have more of an issue. People are like, you recreated the dead with light, and I'm like, it's a fucking 3D movie. Yeah, I'm like, this is not fucking like. You're like, oh, don't watch the Thriller music video. He's dead. Well, uh, okay, but but there is something to be said for the fact that it's this man's art. That is now going to do nothing other than generate revenue for other people. Yeah. But, the, like but that's estate, what I'm saying. You know? I have more of an issue with the actual release of the music yeah, yeah. than I do with the hologram performance. I don't know the, the way he worded it. I, I saw this on Facebook. He was like, "If it, like as a performer, if I ever make it big, I'd, I'd feel really sick if somebody would do that to me." Where I did, well, then you and probably shouldn't sell your music. What? I said, then you probably shouldn't sell your music. It's just black or white with you, isn't it? No. It's those it, when you sell the recording right licenses, you fucking have you've, sold that music. It's no given longer your, yours. Yeah, it's, it's like, not yours anymore. Yeah. So, if you, depending on the contract, if your contract doesn't fucking prohibit that after you're dead, like they own the music, the yep. studio owns your music. He's just talking about his feelings, dude. No, no, I I'm, I understand that. And like I said, I personally find that the money grubbing portion of it 
really comes from releasing music the fucking, that was the not music. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Like, that that part bothers me more than the holographic performance. Yeah. Like if they had a holographic performance of Bad, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. Like I would not have any problem with the fact that they managed to fucking. My brother's super into Michael Jackson, and yeah. I've been listening to a bunch of Michael Jackson the last little while, and I and so I was exposed to some mm-hmm. of it, and I have like fond memories of Bad. I love Thriller yeah. and whatever. Yeah. Those songs go fucking on forever. Yeah. And never ever stop. Like yeah. they are all six Don't minutes long. Don't stop till you get enough. And it's just the same fucking lyric repeated thirty goddamn Shalom. times. I don't understand why they were so captivating. Like, like it, they're MC so Hammer, boring. Do you remember MC Hammer's "Can't Touch This"? That's like a fucking five and a half minutes. Yep. Yeah. And then yeah, remember he like lets school out, and then, and then school's back, school's back in, in session. Yeah. He says "break it down" like three times. Yeah. He breaks it down. He's like, "You broke it down so much, Hammer. <laughs> There's stop, nothing left. Stop breaking it down." Uh, that was an hour, guys. Hey, on that note, let us break it down. <laughs> break it down. Yeah. Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9to5dotcc, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9to5cc number on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday. A new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. Alright, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.